0: Time to talk the round ball code on the program with Alex Sprosk, former Sydney FC captain and global game host, is on the line right now. Hey, Brosky. Hey, Jules. How are you, mate? Pretty good, mate. Talking sort of unsung heroes today, because Nathan Lyon, 500 test wickets, you know, people perhaps don't appreciate his role in this team still. Uh, somebody mentioned in the Socceroos, unsung hero would be like a, a, a Harry Suter. I thought, oh, it's probably a bit harsh on Harry. And then somebody mentioned in Batildas, Kyra Cooney, Cross. Can you think of... You know, somebody in your playing days or growing up watching that you thought was maybe an unsung hero of a football
1: side? You know what position it is rather than actual person. It's always, for me, the number number six. You know, the guy who sits just in front of the defence. They're the guys who break up a lot of play... And look, again, I'm not calling this guy an unsung hero by any means. He's, he's a fantastic player. Uh, but Vince Grella, when you look at that golden generation, a lot yes. of people talk about your Tim Cahills and Lucas Neals and Harry Kuehl's. And, and Vinnie Grella, was man, he was the engine of that side and just broke up play so well, got things going. His ability to find a path and get the ball to your your Cahills and your Kuehl's and guys like this and Bresciano's to, to do their magic. Uh, but he was a guy I loved watching.
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that. We had a caller, Greg, who's a football aficionado, rang me in the last hour of the program. I sort of tossed up Finney's name there, so I'm glad you mentioned that. Vindicated right. my suggestion. <laughs> and from that era, maybe maybe the old bus driver from Wollongong, Scotty Chipperfield as well, you know, yeah, wasn't necessarily another one, another spoken one. of in the in the same breath as some of those superstars. Melbourne victory, three, Sydney FC, Neil, the big blue. What's, what's your read on the Sky Blues at the moment, Broski? You know, the thing about it is, not necessarily getting the results, but it, it's... You know, you look at some of the numbers in the stat sheets, the 68% possession, 20 shots to the victories, 12. I still get the feeling that maybe towards the back of the season they will just put it together and the results will come. Look, and,
1: and I agree with your thoughts there, but I'm, look, it is worrying when you look around the league and other teams, uh, you know, while probably not playing anywhere near to their best, they're still picking up results. And I, I look... At Wellington, you know, I look at what they're doing, and I, I don't feel like they've been anywhere near their best. They haven't really controlled any games. They haven't had many chances on goal, but they're finding ways to still get something out of the game. And and they're fourth or fifth. They've got a chance to go top tonight if they beat Macarthur. So Sydney, while they're controlling games, playing you know reasonably well in possession, they are just they're not clinical at all. They don't look threatening at all going forward. And that's why I'm a little bit worried, you know, because the longer you leave it to start picking up points, the harder it gets and the more you're chasing. So I've got no doubt they'll get it together eventually, but we are going to need to start seeing some more from your Fabio Gomez's, Robert Mack, who was great last year. These guys need to start scoring and and scoring quickly. You know, you look on the other side of that field and Pornaroli's got 12 goals now in in eight games and just... an incredible presence up front and mm. always looks threatening when, when they go forward. So, Sydney don't have that at the moment. So, I'll, I'll, again, I've got no doubt they'll get it together. Um, it's
0: just a little bit frustrating to watch at the moment. Well, they say winning's a habit, don't they? You mentioned their Fawn roly Rich Vaynerform, Daniel Lozani got on, on the score sheet. Just just a quick word, you've been watching me a bit more closely than I have, uh, Broski. You know, he was, of course, anointed the next rising star of Australian football. Um, where is he at the moment in terms of his game, and is it foreseeable that perhaps he's going to be donning the yellow shirt again someday? I I think it's it's very possible. I think if he continues his
1: form, if he continues learning and and growing under Tony Tony Popovich, because that that's the part that's impressed me the most. On the weekend, I saw him a lot of times in his own box, defending, trying to win possession, working hard for his team, and that's something that we very rarely. If ever saw from Daniel Azani prior to this season, he, he was not a player that was known for that. He was all out attack. He had his tricks, his his moves. He was great at dribbling of players. But if it wasn't working, that was it, you know. And, and there was never a, uh, a willingness to put the team sort of before himself, you know, which um, again, the, the, the attitude of his was always questioned. This year, I feel like he seems to have come to a realization himself that there is this this potential, but up until now, he hasn't really done anything um, with it, you know, and it would be frustrating him because he is, you know, maturing now and getting a little bit older. And and, and I'd say it was a a chat with Tony Popovich to say, listen, I can get a lot more out of you, but you need to start demanding more of yourself. You need to start putting in the work and, and it seems like he's doing that. His all round game is what has really impressed me. He's he's defending, he's working for the team. And from that you get the fruits of, of your quality going forward. Um, you know, with, with everything else. I think his attack has been good and, and can still get better. Uh but he's all round game at the moment, uh and his attitude is what really is impressing me. I've got no doubt if he continues his form he will be back in our side soon.
0: Wanderers 1-0 over Adelaide uh, head on goal difference now in second place they're, they're just they're going along nicely aren't they Marco's men
1: uh, very nicely they've got a, a very good squad and, and you know even with the late red card they, they seemed in control of um, of that match and just playing very very well a, a side that's well rounded they've got good defence, attack, midfield um, and just finding ways to get results, win games and, and um, look I think they, they've built Quite well. They seem to be. They lost a lot of players from last year, which a lot of a lot of teams did. But they they recruited well. They, they they had a seemingly a good preseason because they started the season extremely well, similar to last year. But this year it feels like there's just a bit more about them, and they're a genuine uh, contender this
0: year for me. And the Aloisi Cup. You know, a few people thought that you know this could be <laughs> the one where Western United just put it together. Maybe Johnny gets one over Ross, and indeed it happened. Uh, this was the upset, wasn't it? Two one over Brisbane Raw.
1: It was, and and, and a couple uh, late goals uh, in that one, and definitely one that Johnny Aloisi needed. You know, I mean, we sort of talk about clubs that are struggling and um, not really showing too much. And Western United, after that first round win against Melbourne City, it just seemed quite right. All that recruitment, uh, that, that new youthfulness that Johnny Aloisi had brought into this squad was going was to deliver. And, um, and they went on a six-game uh, six losing streak, which was incredible. And uh, So definitely for him, not only bragging rights in, in, you know, with, with his brother and in the family, but a much, much needed win uh, for him and
0: his side. And a big game tonight too, three v five. Wellington, just the one loss. They haven't lost a game this season. Seven o'clock, Campbelltown Stadium. A big game.
1: Either you know whoever wins that one can go top of the league. Which uh, you know, again, I mentioned Wellington earlier about them not really having uh, hit great form, but still getting results. But um, yeah, I think uh, last week they got they got beaten three 0 at home. Uh, to the Jets. So they'll be looking to bounce back. And MacArthur are just in, in great form under joski they, They've really been playing good football, uh, obviously with one of the best players in the competition, Davila there, um, in, in the form that he's in. And um, yeah, I think at, out, out of Campbelltown tonight, hopefully the crowd starts to respond as well. They haven't been great for, for the home side this year, but they've got a side that's playing good football, that's winning. They can't really be doing much more. I think it's... Uh, Look, approaching holiday season as well, so hopefully the people show up tonight and, uh, yeah, get MacArthur over the line.
0: Then the Premier League action overnight. It's the biggest clash, isn't it, in Premier League football. Liverpool, Man United, at Anfield no less. Liverpool dominate possession and shots, but onana a lot of criticism of Onana since his recruitment in the off-season replaced one of the favourite sons in De Gea, but he held his own, and they've somehow united, albeit with their loaded injury toll, have managed to, to come away with a point. Yeah, and, and that's
1: how it seems that they sort of scrambled and, and did what they needed to do, and it is one of the biggest clashes and uh, such a good one always to watch. But Liverpool very sort of wasteful in that in that uh, in that box, something like thirty thirty something shots uh, they had, but you know only seven or eight of those on target. You're right, Onana there with the held strong and, and, and did well, but. Yeah, it didn't really live up to the, uh, the hype that, that I was hoping for and expecting in terms of goals and clashes. I mean, we saw the famous 7-0 not long ago, and that was being posted <laughs> everywhere to remind the Manchester United fans of that one. But uh, it was far from that match uh, overnight, a nil or draw.
0: Uh, yeah, Arsenal 2, Brighton nil. So the Garners back to the top of the league, thanks to two second-half goals at the Emirates.
1: Yeah, and that's again another one, another big one. I mean, Aston Villa as well. They got off to a, 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 I mean, another another good win. I mean, flying in Europe, flying in the Premier League, and and um, you mentioned them last week. Just how good it is to see Aston Villa doing what they're doing. But Arsenal as well. I think with Manchester City just stumbling. Um, yeah, no they gave up a two-goal lead, didn't they? They're four that's off right, Villa now. That's- Mm. And, and at home as well, It's uh, you know very, I mean, I couldn't remember the last time I saw a result like that. Manchester City cruising 2-0 uh, to, to be equalised late with a couple of late goals. So, Arsenal flying at the moment. I think um, look, it, it's the most open Premier League we've seen in, in a number of years. I mean, Manchester City have really dominated recently. So, it is good to see. It's good to see that um, you know this year we've got three or four clubs that could genuinely win it.
0: And just one more, uh, luton Bournemouth. that match had been suspended or abandoned, I think. Uh, their captain, Tom Lockyer, taken to hospital after suffering a, a cardi- cardiac arrest the second time as well, uh, which is, is deeply concerning. We've seen this on occasion, haven't we, on the football field? Uh, they're not scenes that we like to witness. Um, he has stabilised, which is good to see. But, um, yeah, again, it's, um, it's pretty frightening stuff. Uh, it's scary.
1: It's scary because you you almost forget sometimes. I think about the human nature to, to footballers and the fact that they have their issues and their problems. And um, and to see something like that on a football field is always uh, difficult to watch. You're right, but thankfully he he does seem to be recovering and he's okay. And again, an odd one just because he, he had surgery and, and uh, on the heart was given the all mm. to resume playing uh, playing earlier this year, but. Still, for he, I mean, that's enough to scare me out of playing the game, you know, if that had ever happened to me. But, you know, he continued and, and was given the all clear and went again. But um, this surely has to put some things in, in perspective, I'd say. And, and uh, look, health comes first above anything else. And, and um, look,
0: hopefully he does recover and, and you know, and he's OK. He does. Always good to get your thoughts. Thank you, Broski. We'll catch you on the Global Game tomorrow night. Thank you. No worries.